Oh. Desmond. What's up? All right. Through the Island Podcast, episode uh, 26, 27, I don't know, something like that. Uh, It has been a couple weeks since we last recorded. We have less than an hour to record because Mike is in the... I think Mike looks like Mike's literally in the studio right now. He has stepped away from the camera, very uh, co-host type behavior to, to step away. Uh, but, but yeah, so this is episode 26, the Matt Molson, uh, a dish, uh, cheers. I got my, my bone juice. Let's go. I got a, I got a Red Bull in the freezer. That's why I had to run away. And I'm thinking maybe this season, I really lean into being, I really lean into co-host behavior and I just let it go. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I know, I know, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's natural to you. So so, you know, co-host behavior, we, we've rescheduled this episode several times now from originally doing it the night after the expansion draft. In fairness, it's uh, gotten crazier and crazier. So we need to try to hit this all in less than an hour. Uh, because of me, again. Because of you. Do, do, we, do you want to start with the, the vast and mostly dark outside, off-ice, non-Islanders-related uh, matters? Yes, because I think in most importance, it goes the darkness, yeah. the Islanders, and then the rest of the league. I agree. I agree. So if, if, if we want to start at a place of non-Islanders off the ice, but uh, positive, um, uh, I believe Luke, Lucas, first name, Prokop, the, the, the Nashville Predators uh, prospect coming out yes. as gay. Uh, yeah. Very huge, uh, very, um, and it's been, it's been great. It's been great to, it was great that he was able to do that. And, and obviously you have the fucking chuds that are, that are talking about, um, why do, I don't care what you do in your bet. I don't do, why does this matter? This is unimportant, all this other stuff where it's like, oh, you, it's, it's obvious those people are ignorant, but like, it's, it's apparent how, ignorant especially because in context of why why he came out and and some of some of what he said about why he's come out is that he feels that it affect it now he feels like he's going to have the bet he's going to play the best hockey of his life yes because uh he gets to exist he gets to personally exist and not worry about uh how uh, he didn't have to live such a siloed away life where he was having to, uh, and and the Thirty One Thoughts podcast uh, episode with with him was very was very uh, very important just to understand his perspective as to how this affects affected him as a hockey player, which is like, despite all that, he still was what like a second or third round like you know NHL yeah. like defensive like projects to be like a second pair. Like you know, penalty kill, uh, you know, if he's lucky, d- defenseman. Yeah, he um, didn't go in the first round, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, so, yeah. so he'll be lucky to make the NHL, but it's still important. Uh, it's it's still important that he did this, and it's like uh, I always I always think when those when those those it, it's mostly kind of turned now from like a a, a, bu- a bunch of people to mostly just like uh, 
nameless like uh, na- nameless blank profiles plus like some barstool chuds, and and it's important that one, it's not all barstool chuds who are even saying this. That's that's progress right there. But two, the 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 thought that I always have when these people say like, uh, I don't care. Why does he need to say this? It's like, that's great. I know you're lying, but that's great. And that's where everyone wants to get, where no one has to say it. No one has to be like, I'm gay, by the way. Um, but this is the first step in that kind of uh, climbing up that ladder to where it's like, it won't matter at all because no no one will care because it will be more normal, uh, more more normally accepted. I guess you should say, or just like, it won't be a thought. You know what I mean? And that's the idea. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. No, no. I mean, that, that is the idea. It's, it's the people that say, you know, why should a player, why does it matter that a player is, is, is talking about this? Like, oh, it's 2021. All this, like, it is this very uh, uh, conservative type of like, it's this denialism about trying to, trying to like, um, posit that that progress has been achieved so there's no reason to talk about any of this it's it's a way to gloss over actually why it is very important why these things still need to be spoken about because it's it's like the equivalent and parallel of like whenever something racial justice racial equity is is spoken about and and you know they'll talk about like we're all equal now. Why I don't care if you're green or purple or all this. <laughs> they, they they they'll 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 do this shit where like they they try to like just engage with everything as if like okay they're they're trying to posit that like I don't care about this but I'm saying why this doesn't they they, they try to like they try to find this this place where they get to like. Because they don't want to be, they don't, they don't want to come off compassionate. Because you know that is that is soft yes. to to express uh, some level of compassion and and support for any sort of marginalized community. That's yes. that's identity politics. That's you know that's that would be wrong to do. They you truly know. don't believe that marginalized communities are marginalized, though. Yeah. It, it, at least they trick their brain into thinking that. So you know, I I'm glad I'm glad that that Lucas Prokop because you know like you said second like you know anybody. You know anybody? Frankly, anybody, and and uh, even some number one draft picks uh, don't make it. They don't, don't make, make it. it. But but I, you know, from what I understand, like Lucas Prokop, the 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 description of like he was, I think he was pretty high up in his OHL or WHL draft. Like he was yeah. a first rounder there. He, you know, he he tracks to be a pretty pretty, uh, you know, kind of like may, maybe like a Scott Mayfield type of. Oh, so you hate you know, him? So uh, oh. Move along, move along, quick, 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 pass, pass, pass. Uh, but no, I, I, I'm glad. And it's also, it's, it's cool that like that article, like you know, he, Elton John reached out. <laughs> right, right, right. And I, I do love uh, Christian, uh, Christian's compare, straight comparable in the 300 IQ militia. That, uh, um, oh, oh, who was it that would reach out to a straight player? Um, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. <laughs> Which isn't actually comparable because they're not musicians, but it is funny still. Yeah. Um, but either way, yeah, it's a fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. Got a call from Elton John. That's great. So that that's one, that's it. that's the <laughs> which non uh, you know that's the one hockey culture related thing that that has a bit of a positive uh, tinge to it. 
everything else gets bad. And, and Desmond, that begs the question real quick before we turn over to before we turn the light off. Um, is Elton John a hockey fan? Um, I mean, he's he's well, he's British, but has he lived in like has he lived in? LA or New York City yeah, for a you, bit like you got to assume that maybe he's uh, one of the coast fans or you know what maybe Elton John's an Islanders fan Blue Jacket fan maybe Blue Jacket uh speaking of well I guess there's no really good segue here right yeah I didn't I I, I threw Blue Jackets up maybe subconsciously but uh yeah ugh. Um, the, the, I think after, like shortly after our last episode was the, uh, the tragedy that the 4th of July tragedy of, uh, Mattis, I, 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 man, the, the name, I feel bad struggling to pronounce the name, but Mattis Kiv, Kivlenix, Kiv, Kiv, yeah, yeah. Um, the, oh. the Blue Jackets, uh, goalie who, who died in that, that, uh, firecracker and fireworks incident slash like kind of like it was a head injury because he was trying to get out of the way of fireworks he was in a hot tub he got um, hit in the ch- no but he got hit in the chest like he got hit in the chest apparently the story comes out that he he blocked uh elvis Mers lincoln's like pregnant right from getting hit with and this is that like manny legacy's um daughter's wedding reception or, or something like like it's like complete the complete you know cruelty and tragedy like i, I remember like that it was like yeah it was because that's fourth of july and then the morning of july 5th it was just like what yeah just happened yeah i uh yeah i i don't have much to add to this you know it's just like uh it's fucking horrible like it's a complete it's a complete freak accident and he died doing something very heroic, and it's like, man, he was he was twenty four, I think. Yeah, and it it seems it seems like you know there was, he was starting to turn a corner where like he was about to. He played NHL games, you know what I mean? Like that's it's not it's it goes beyond not to say that someone who doesn't make the NHL is you know a hockey player who doesn't make the NHL is less human. But it, it, it becomes like a more it hits home harder because he he made it and he left his you know he he, he left uh, you know he left his home country came here yeah. starting to establish like it, it seemed like this was not how that was supposed to go yeah at he all could have been a, he could have been a, if they traded one of their one of their two he could have been a backup next yeah. year and it's just I would have been. And it's one of those things where it's like in context of what we're about to get into with hockey culture and hockey, <laughs> hockey people being absolute detestable pieces of shit. It is like the, the tragedy of just like the pure split second heroism of, of, uh, of you know, um, that played into his, the, the choice he made that, that um, ultimately cost him his life is... yeah. It's just uh, it, it 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 hurt it 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 uh, it rings that much more tragic and you know um, it's what's it, it was nice that that the 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 tributes from all the different Blue Jackets and and the Blue Jacket fan base uh, yeah you know rallied around that's uh, that is in tragedy the 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 solace uh, the the solace of uh, 
community building that that can happen should never take that but but it's it's nice that that you know for for his family and for his loved ones to to see that i think is is um it 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 uh it, it takes away some of the sting probably as or much just as like can, yeah as much as yeah be. yeah um all right so uh i think last piece of horrible information before horrible information i mean as if whoever listens to this podcast doesn't already know last last thing last horrible thing we'll touch on before we get to the islanders um was the montreal canadians first round pick uh in the draft uh in in this year's draft um uh uh i don't know how you pronounce his name logan mail i believe it is yeah um he uh he was fined and he was he was convicted of a sex crime in in sweden where he was playing uh and uh so he was fined x amount of money for uh basically like some type of sexual harassment slash uh, uh, privacy invasion. It's essentially a a. Um, it's a sex crime. It's a sex crime. Like, yeah, and and the specifics are that like he he took pictures without the consent of a woman that he was having consensual sex with, and then spread it, and then disseminated the pictures and named like and and named her, and yeah. it 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 completely. Everybody in the everybody in her community, in her town, in her in her city, like knows it's her. Has seen it. It's 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 gross. And and he, you know, he 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 recused himself from the draft, which Bergevin did not give a shit about, and drafted drafted anyway. The fact that the the Canadians had a statement ready to go. Um, the fact that in in Melu's, uh press conference uh, yesterday, we're recording the Sunday. Uh, Saturday morning said that that while they did have interviews with Bergevin, they were not he was not made aware that he was going to be drafted until right in, until the, the pick the pick was made. Yes. So there's layers of like it's just all of this is just part of how regressive and bullshit and sanctimonious all this hockey culture and character and all this fucking nonsense is. Because especially a lot of the Arpan Basu's athletic article about how the, the the Canadians should be ashamed of themselves as an organization, Ken Campbell's uh, Substack, Ken Campbell since getting uh, since leaving, hard since leaving the Hockey News has just like He's been not given hard. a fuck about yeah. like criticizing the NHL and all its all its cultural failures, especially in context of the. The Blackhawks investigation, which keeps mm-hmm. getting worse and worse, with, with which Bergevin is connected to. There's a pattern with with that guy, which it's- he's denied that he knew anything. But like, uh, I don't fucking, I don't believe you when you've been attached to uh, Voinov, when you've been attached, uh, when you've been attached to to bring on Slava Voinov, which I'm not yep. sure Bergevin was part of it at the time, confirmed or not. But um, I, I was, it was during his tenure as as GM of the Canadians, yes. Voinov, yeah. like tr- trying to get Slava Voinov after he he was he was convicted of, of uh, ruthlessly. Uh, yes, was uh, Voinov? Voinov was part of that 2014 Cup. I believe so. Yeah, Bergevin's been GM 
before that, since before that, or or right around that time. And also, this didn't happen in 2014. It yes, this was Bergerman. Uh, so, Boynov, D'Angelo, uh, this situation, the Blackhawk situation, the uh, Galchenyuk apology situation. Where, uh, in case anyone's confused, because I actually didn't know about this. I'm not not a Galchenyuk problem. Galchenyuk, uh, when he was a Canadian, um, he had to call the police on his then girlfriend, or I don't know what the situation is for. She was hitting him or something. It was it was it was physical abuse, and uh, Bergevin made him issue an apology for being a distraction to the team, which is just like bananas. Because it's about it's about. Uh, it's it's about just this self determined and, and and like gross uh, de- definition, like perverse definition of like what character is and what like what character is, what um, personality is, what what uh, what team culture is supposed to be, and it, it's it's gross. It's it's gross on so many levels, and and you know don't. It, we are two dudes, so we clearly, uh, I think, don't need to be the ones that are the the you know highest arbiters of of this. Um, but I, I think it's just it bears worth you know mentioning how how bullshit how bullshit all of all of whenever hockey and whenever you see hockey fans that that uh, talk about how how great this game is because the culture and, and these are the best athletes. These are like, this is the highest character. Usually, usually a long context of like, these players don't protest against uh, the police or, or the government. So they are good. Like that tends to be, you know, how hockey play, like, like the average hockey fan talks about this shit. Think about this. Think about how, like how uh, bullshit and, and, and self-righteous and sanctimonious this shit is because a lot of the spin that I've seen from, from Canadians fans are that, well, you know, because the, the Canadians pride themselves so much on, on, on uh, character, it'll be good because they'll be able to sharpen him out. And it's like, no, so many, uh, Sarah Sivian, um, uh, Samantha, ah, I'm forgetting her last name, um, Samantha, I'm gonna look it up. There, there have been a lot of great like hockey media personalities, uh, female voices. That Samantha from the Broadcast podcast uh, at Samantha CP underscore. That has uh, you know a lot of different female hockey personalities have pointed out like you don't get to women don't get to be this like. Uh, <laughs> Women that that are are uh, oh, sur- survivors of of sexual misconduct and and just various different um, misogynistic behavior from men don't get to you know be this stepping stone in redemption arcs like they, they don't get to be this lifetime movie for men type of like thing where like oh and then it it like it's not a hero's journey. For Logan Milieu, and because he was drafted and now is part of this gross PR machine, he, I think, like I, because I do think that that transformative justice needs to take into account people that that do some horrible things. It, it, it for the betterment of society, need to be like earnest effort needs to be put into re- rehabilitating them and. They need to be earnest about their desire to, 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 um, 
change to change and i think the by becoming part of this mechanism where like okay the the, the canadians having having the prep ready to go in in both bergevin's press conference in in Mailu's press conference and the assistant gm w- w- was asked a question that that he did not have an answer for he paused for 20 seconds and was like, can you, can you restate that? I, I'm not sure what you mean by, you know, uh, ha- how us drafting him when he said not to be drafted goes against, uh, like, and it was it, like, no one is prepared because none of them actually give a shit about any of this, like none of, uh, or at least none of the Canadians with Logan Mailu, I'm not going to, you know, the, the, the survivor has said that she still feels he has not understood his his that that his his one response was a three sentence text message like that that's the one apology you know he's he's given or acknowledgement of 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 any of this um he has gone to he he said he's gone to therapy or a psychiatrist and has been working but like that needs to be done that is that recovery i think is best suited not in context of this corporate pr you know, apology sphere. There was a very clear path for this kid to play in the NHL still and have, I'm going to say conservatively, 50% of the people who are very upset about this kind of be like, okay. And that is if he literally, if he didn't get drafted this year. It was, it was like, it was a very clear path for... I'm not saying, uh, I'm not saying that's like, all right, that's it. He's changed in a year. Uh, you know, he deserves to have the privilege of being an NHL player now. But I do think that 50% conservatively of people would be like, well, maybe he's changed. It's been a year, you know. But right now, the fact that this has happened so close to when he got drafted, it's it's like it's like there's it's. It's, it's all theoretical. It's all the, everything is sure. all theoretical, which, which in, in context of, of, of discourse can, can be, can be valid, but it, it, none of it, none of it is actual debate now because he's drafted. Now he is part of the mechanisms. He's now, and I think, I think his, his growth is stunted by, by being drafted. It, it, it's so It stunted. probably is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It, 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 it you know, and, you gotta, <laughs> And yeah. and just to to find a way to 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 speak to the last part and also get to the Islanders because yeah. it it's unfortunately is does briefly interconnect um, the Blackhawks the Blackhawks uh, scandal of of Brad Aldrich former video coach during the 2010 Cup uh, sexually uh, assaulting uh, one of the players from that team it is and the cover up uh, allegations against the Blackhawk organization keeps getting worse and worse where you've had Jonathan Taves Mr. Character Jonathan Taves who Duncan, who, who honestly I I really liked Jonathan Taves I mean ma- massacred he's massacred his reputation by by claiming that that he never heard about it and to, that that this player saying that that you know people knew and that like Carcillo and Sopel saying people knew and and Taves denying it now that the Case has included um, that the, 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 the it was so known that there were players on the team hurling homophobic uh, uh, slurs and insults at the victim, at the survivor, um, immediately after. Um, 
it, it's gotten so gross and uh, that that follow I believe his name's Rick Masthead and Ben yeah. Pope those are the two writers that that follow the Blackhawks that have been doing uh, a lot of the 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 reporting um and uh, and also follow Katie Strang for all yeah. all yeah. hockey culture yeah. re- reporting she she does such great investigative uh, journalism like hard hitting um you know uh because you know and, and the Islander tie in here is Nick Letty Nick Letty's exit interview bigging up the the Blackhawks as a first class organization and trusting how they would they would uh handle the organization um good riddance you fucking idiot I'm glad that I'm glad that you are off the team glad it is just the it's just the the hockey guy answer really you know it's like it is like uh and he wasn't on that team to be clear but he was around players that that were he was on that team leaders on that team Jonathan Taves um Duncan Keith, Patrick Kane, who, you know, that's a whole other situation. The amount of hockey guy answers to, to this has, has been gross. But, you know, let's let's get to the Islanders. You know, the, the roster turnover has begun. Let's do it. Out are Letty, Eberle, and somehow Andrew Ladd. Like, you know, yeah. you, got, I, you got to respect Lou Lamorello just being the guy like, you know what? May, maybe he convinced Arizona to be like, Come on, you know, you know where the you know where your team's at, right? You know, you might as well, because if you do this, then everyone's gonna come to you, and you will be that bad that you're gonna definitely, maybe get Shane Wright or Connor Bedard in the next. Couple yeah, they're. Months. I think I think the Coyotes are doing something pretty. Uh, like it's 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 something that like uh, if if a team that I rooted for was in this position that they were in it would tear it down that's great that's great don't hold on to oel that's smart even connor connor don't don't waste those years if uh, i mean that that's how it felt you know as islander fans when we we saw jan denny and 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 joey mcdonald uh as yeah. as the the goaltending tandem uh in the 0809 season yep um which is a little different because when did when Tavares got drafted? It, it still felt like oh, they could build, they could build. Either way, um, yeah. So uh, Letty's out, Everly's out, Desmond's happy. I got what I wanted. Uh-huh. Instead, I, it, it'll be hard to replace. And this is where the discourse is at now. With like, you lost those goals that that production. You better get something. And it's like, okay, can you wait? Can you wait to get there? Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. But I do think that a good amount of people who wanted Everly gone, yourself included, mm-hmm. uh, undervalued him because, and this is and this is also why the uh, the Kraken selection hurts less. He didn't have a really productive playoff. Um, you know, wh- who's to say that that might have something to do with uh, maybe he's not a first line player. Which you've you've kind of you know, I think he's I, I think he's a strong. I think the the thing is he's a strong second line right wing, and and I, I th- think yeah, I think he's a, he's with the Kraken's first line winger though. So I think they'll kind of it you know who who knows to I, to, I to, to imply they have a first line. He's he's their first line player. Um, he is their he he really is pretty much their only first line player, which is kind of crazy. But we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get to cracking stuff. Probably not this episode, but we'll we'll get there eventually. Um, yeah. So, uh, 
that that is less of a concern because I do think that uh, they've been linked to enough um, upgrades in terms of scoring that uh, at, at least the Tarasenko uh, theoretically, when healthy, would be an upgrade. Uh, Landeskog is a left winger. Um, we'll get to all of that, but either way, it's it's entirely uh, even even from within. You know, Oliver Wallstrom. It's entirely possible that you could replace Jordan Eberle with someone more productive, and that's fine. The Nick Letty thing, that's another uh, that's another player that you have to replace, which is like I think they're gonna I think they're gonna do it. I think they're gonna get there. But the one thing I really liked about Nick Letty was his speed and his ability to not only cover up his own mistakes with speed, but his partner's mistakes with speed. Uh, it's these it's it's something that I feel like you take for granted, and then when it's gone, it'll be like glaring unless which I think they will kind of sort out. They'll 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 sort out someone to replace him. Um but yeah, it's just a I I think those two players were were real good and like you know so 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 they were and and but I I I think the thing is and this this tension and this concern, it's like I think these it's it, this is just a further reflection that it's an awesome time. Yeah. To be an Islander fan right now because when each of those players came in, like it was always on the on like they came in at a time where the aisle like the deals to get them even even lad like had to do with this idea of like you get to lad yeah <laughs> may, maybe maybe we'll make the like oh th- these are trades that will like we gotta just become a more consistent make it to the playoffs team yeah like like you know and 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 they uh you know letty letty you know it's it's been said you know ad nauseum about the 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 letty the letty boy chuck trades and how like those trades really I always know where i was when I, when that happened really really um changed the islanders uh you know fortunes um for for from from that point till now because it is it brought a, a, enough NHL caliber defense, as as basic as that sounds, but like uh, uh, tenured. Even though Letty was young when he got here, the fact that he he was on those uh, now 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 uh, dubious uh, Blackhawks teams, but but like played played big hockey there. Um, I think he only won one cup, right? Yeah, yeah. He, but but you know he he was there. He he uh, he played. You know the, he was the, like there. Noah Dobson for. For in 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 a way, very sheltered third line guy who played. I think he played with a a, a veteran as well, like someone who was more in the league. Uh, I don't think that Barry Trotz hates Noah Dobson. I do think that Joel Quenville hated Nick Letty. And and yeah, and and I think that you know, so it's great. And you know, with Eberle, the idea was for for Eberle and Lad. They both were, were guys that were gotten to be. Tavares wingers like it was about it was this idea neither of them worked on on Tavares's wing uh and 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 it's like I mean Lad, I really didn't not work on on Tavares's wing I mean not they they just but they didn't last they did not last they didn't like, last because he was a big he was a big baby um, but there was um like uh Lad was just a, a complete like just series of, of errors and misfortune. With I feel Eberle, bad for that guy. And with Eberle, you know, he he's had a, what it has been a productive, uh, a productive if for the most part um, 
fairly un, un, unspectacular um, yeah. run. You know, I, I, you have some great moments in there. Um, that and and that like that the you know the last uh, in the in the bubble. You know, getting to a game six with that overtime goal. Like, I'll never forget, like literally jumping out of my seat, like yeah. you know, watching on the couch, just like being a nervous wreck, and then jumping. Um, he had a big goal uh, in this. Uh, this Eastern Conference Final, that, that back and that that nasty backhand. You know, I, I'll always appreciate the Jordan Eberle. You know, highlights. Great, great shootout guy. Um, the the problem always, the problem yeah. was that you know what the Islanders because of like all these things the Islanders now are at a place where they need somehow as productive as those guys have been. It's not enough. It's not. It's not enough, um, and it's not all on them per se. No, no, because they could have shipped out different parts. It's, and... cap, it's cap. It has to do with the flat cap. It has to do with it has to do with all these things. It has to do with with other parts that that are like um, more inflexible. You know, like if if Scott Mayfield was 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 making a you know three and a half million or something like four million, it would be like I don't it might know. Have been him. Yeah, might have been him because because at that point, what you're getting out of Scott Mayfield wouldn't be worth, may, maybe or, or or it's you know it's it's a bit debatable. Maybe it's easier for us to get a strong, uh, right you know s- strong sure. defensive defenseman for cheaper than that rather than with Letty uh, replacing the puck moving side. But that's that's where that's that's where that's kind of the game. You know, Lou has to do it, but at, like. And I clearly, it's been well documented on this fucking pod. I'm not a big Lou guy, but the fact that he was able to make these make these moves, get this money out, and and clear up the cap, um, you know, for this summer and and the next couple, is huge because it's foresight not just about the free agent crop, but it's also like Barzell needs a new contract in two years. Pulak needs a new one next season. Pellet yep. needs one now, and and Beauvillier, and and maybe this is a good p- part. We we still got twenty minutes. I think this gives us enough time to like, you know, the the staple article about about some of these asks are are crazy about. about- yeah, that's 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 negotiating, and I don't think that we're gonna see Casey Zizekas come in at five million per year. That's I. It's it's what I have a strong feeling that was was it feels like Casey Zizekas has his mind made up and he's gonna be an Islander, and it feels like. You know what might sway me the other way? If you, the Seattle Kraken, paid me five million dollars per year, then if you if you do that, I'll come over. That's worth it, in my opinion. Um, and and same goes for the past. It's you know it's one of these things where it's two sides of the negotiating table. We see where kind of a more like inexperienced general manager can kind of give in and like uh, fall victim to that. Kyle Dubas, um, where it's, you know, it's one of these things where, like, of course players' asks are going to be ridiculous at this age, um, but you got to kind of uh, kind of combat it and wear them down, and I, I think that that is uh, a pretty uh, 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 constant with Lou Lamorello, um, which is why he's really, he's really grown on me while he has given out a couple of insano contracts. So does fucking every NHL GM. And and you can you and it's like and it's every NHL GM. It's it's not just the 
the ones who value players like Leo Komarov, but it is the ones who value players like Mitch Marner too much. You know what I mean? And the only the, the one of the only GMs that I have not seen fall victim to this so far is is uh, Joe Sakic. Uh, but even then, it might wind up hurting him in a way if they lose Gabriel Landeskog because he is. It's 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 the inevitability of of the the hard cap and the having a hard cap and a flat cap and yeah. and and yeah I and also like I don't know and the the luxury of the problem that the, the ABS have where um, you know Nathan McKinnon has panned out. Uh, more, you know, it's an understatement, but you know, I'm like Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> it worked. Hit. It's worked. Ranton in it. Ranton in his hit. Oh, it worked. Yeah. Makar has hit. Sure. Um, that the trades they've made have worked. Sam Girard. Um, yeah, it, it, it's one of those things where, like, okay, you'll lose something you like, and I think that that's what I think a lot of Islander fans. Well, the the Islander fans that have, you know, that that really liked Letty and really liked Eberle. Um, you know, you lost you lost what you liked, but like, understand that like, you're not going to be able to get all these. If what you ultimately want is a Stanley Cup, right? There's no, there's no fucking guarantee, and that's the risk of all this. Because if they don't do it and they don't win a cup, then you know, yeah, that's only one team wins a fucking cup. There's no way to guarantee that it happens. But I think Lou, with this cap space. Um, has has given them the best chance, and now it's just about okay playing hardball. Like I think Pelic, I think, um, and I, while he does have I think offensive capabilities, I I, I don't see the, him ever getting more than like twenty five points in a season. Yeah, maybe thirty. Like Travis Hamanick, who he's better than, but still like that Travis Hamanick played for a more offensive Islanders team, and I think he hit like thirty ish a couple times. Sure, you yeah. know. Um, uh, Pelic, Pelic is way better, def- like just a way better, like he's maybe the best shutdown defensive defenseman in the NHL. Um, like pure, pure defensive yeah. defenseman. I, I think there's a case for that, but it's like, okay, still, still, you know, six even feels like a lot to give for him. I, I guess I'd be willing to do it, but like, I, yeah. I, I would try to see if you get him down to like five, five for eight. Like, all right, cool. You want... Five five for eight. Um, yeah, I, I'd be willing to do because it'll look it'll look bad, but you have to hope by then you can LTR some. Sh- you, you can. You don't do- know, and you don't know that it'll look bad. I mean, for what it's worth, we just talked about the Blackhawk situation. Duncan Keith, how old is that guy? Seventy eight. Seventy eight years old. Um, he's not a bad defenseman, especially for his age. And you look at his contract; that's super fucking long. It could be way worse, you know. Is is Adam Pelic in his prime? Duncan Keith in his prime? I don't know. I I you know I don't know about that. But it, these contracts don't always have to age badly. You know, well, we always talk about you know the the oh you you might be able to bury this and bury that in years years these years and maybe maybe you won't you know. But I guess it's always look it's always a, a smart thing to look on that side of things. What if this happens? What can we do to get rid of it? And 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 a little intersection here is that like you you signed Pellick to what Ryan Suter's age is now. Suter's still playing good hockey. He was only bought out because uh, a regime change and like culture they, change and like they just want to do it. 
they just yeah. want to they just want to do it they, they want to do it now while they want to bite the bullet now and 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 just get it over with and uh you know i i think i think that could age well I, on the topic of ryan Souter, i think you know staples saying look it all, reporting seems to indicate that the stars have become the front runner and it seems like Souter's camp has never been as interested with the islanders as the Islanders have been interested with him, and and that's fine because I I like yeah. Ryan Suter and I I think he'd be because what the Islanders need is a very specific thing. They need a guy that can hold fort for about two, maybe three, probably just two years for Bulldog and uh, and and Salo to to uh, get rid of or get more because I think both are left side defensemen, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, and and uh, I think you know oh like enter. Uh, you know, so if, if they don't get Suter, that's fine. Uh, uh, Mike Riley, it seems yeah. interesting. He looked good, and he's much more Letty, Letty-like, where it's not as fast, but I think... Uh, he played good for the Senators, and then better, good for the Bruins. Better hockey IQ than Nick Letty, which is not saying much. Um, but, uh, you know, I think I think that, that would fit in well. I think Alec Martinez, but Martinez, you know, Riley probably would, you know, maybe cost, what, like three... Because he didn't put him in yeah. three-ish. Yeah. But but at that point, you know, if Martinez, Alex Martinez could be had for that same amount, um, I'd rather that. But, but I mean, when it comes to the Islanders, like, what is, what is the team that you want? Because, like, I think, you know, uh, obviously you, 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 you're going to keep Sorokin. You're almost definitely going to keep Pelic. I just don't see it not happening. I think yeah, get it, that it's going to happen. But like everything else, even even Beauvillier is seemingly up in the air. So like I'm curious. Well, you want Landeskog? If you want I, Landeskog, then Beauvillier is gone. I think. You, I, I'm asking you, like what 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 do you want ultimately this team to look like on on opening night? Because I I, I go back and forth. I'm curious what, to what you think because it you know with cap considerations, play style, all, all of it. Like what what would you like to see? Here's what I think can happen, uh, and I think. It's tough. It's tough. It's it's tough because I want more than I can have, obviously. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about a first line of Matt Barzell, Anders Lee, and Vladimir Tarasenko. I think I'm more willing to uh, uh, go in on Tarasenko than Landeskog because I think Landeskog is going to cost more money. He's not going to score as many points. He's a better Islander-type player, um, but he is not as productive as... Of Vladimir Tarasenko could be, especially you have to consider Gabe Landeskog played on a line for the majority of his last few years with the Avalanche with Miko Rantanen and Nathan McKinnon. No slight against Matt Barzell and Anders Lee, but Anders Lee is not Miko Rantanen, um, and Matt Barzell is not Nathan McKinnon, and they're both they're both great, and they uh, I I think that like hockey is more than his first line; it's more about the supporting cast as well. Um, so that's not me saying that the Islanders uh, have a weaker roster than the uh, than the Avalanche. It's just that Nathan McKinnon's godly. Um, but anyway, so I, I like that first line: uh, Lee Barzell, Tarasenko, uh, and I and and that and that leads me to the second line staying completely the same: uh, uh, Nelson, Bailey, Bouvillier. Uh, third line. It is a situation where. I want Kyle Palmieri on this team, but I also don't want that to come at the expense of Oliver Wallstrom not playing. So let's just say 
and I do think Kyle Palmieri would be a really good Islander man. And I could see a world where Kyle Palmieri is on that first line, and I think it would be sick too. I agree. Um, but let's just say, for argument's sake, that it's not Kyle Palmieri and it is uh, Zach Parise. That's a lock. Um, JG Pajot and Oliver Wallstrom. That would be a sick line. And then fourth line, Casey uh, uh, Zika signs at a reasonable number. Defense, Pelic Pollock, that's going to get done. Um, uh, and I like Alec Martinez as that uh, Nick Letty replacement uh, over someone like Ryan Suter, for sure, actually. Um, uh, and Riley, I don't think... I think it, it could be Riley or Martinez, but I want Martinez. And then... Um, Dobson Green. And obviously the the pairing with Martinez would be Scott Mayfield. Uh, and then you got Varlamov, Sorokin, and that. And I think that is a team that could win a Stanley Cup. I, I do too. I, I just, I, to me, I pretty much want the the same team. Part of me wonders, like, because I, I like Parise. Uh, my, uh, got into a bit of a, a, a Twitter argument with Mike Carver there. Uh uh, about about Parise because uh, that guy that guy ragged on Brock Nelson for like years. So After, even even during his multiple twenty game twenty goal season, whatever doesn't matter. So so you know it's one of those things like Parise. The fact that Parise is, it will only be one million dollars is like or if that if that it's rocking could even be like like seven hundred fifty k. It is so hard to to fight back against that the, the one thing I will say imagine this and and this is probably too much too much change to happen but yeah. what if theoretically what if Sezikis there's no guarantee Sezikis we all think he'll he'll he, he wants to stay and we think yeah. that protecting Clutterbuck and Martin was a sign of that like or, or was some sort of sign internally yeah I don't I, there's still no guarantee of that if Sezikis were to walk, what, like, what, to what extent do you, is it worth even keeping the rest? I guess you don't want to blow up the fourth line, but part of me wonders, do you, like, alter it where it's, like, a fourth line that is, like, Koivula or, Koivula or Zajac, probably Koivula. It might be Komarov. And, 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 you know, Parise on the four, on on the left wing fourth uh, on the fourth line left wing and then you can still have your Palmieri, Pajot, um Wallstrom line and and Tarasenko come in you know i yeah i it, yeah i see what you're saying um and like then Parise replaces Clutterbuck cuz he's a right winger well well i thought Parise played left yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, so I mean, my, the point is, Matt Martin, if he's not with Casey Sezikis, I think is not going to be worth a damn. Um, See, they're going to give him a shot. I would give him a shot, but, but, and I, I understand that that's, that's, you know, too many, that's likely too many things, but I'm just saying it's not outside the the realm of possibility. Here's, here's what I'll say. I like my lineup. I love my lineup. And I will address the Casey Sezikis issue if it becomes an issue. Then I'll have to rethink it. And uh, until then, this is my vision. And you think, and 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 you you are certain that that Bo is gonna 
that they can get Tarasenko without giving up Bo? Yeah, man, Tarasenko, Tarasenko wants out so fucking badly. The Blues don't have leverage there. They don't. Uh, Tarasenko wants out badly. Um, and he only has two years left on his deal, which is part of what I like about that is it aligns with Barzell's contract. And it's like, if, if, if you can if you can get yeah. them to retain $2 million, so he's down to 5.5, so it's, it's, it's literally Eberle's contract. I think they're down to... I think they're down to retain 1.5. This is something that I read, which is still not bad. Not bad. A, 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 a half mil. I, I still would rather go up. If, if they can get it to, to a 2 million retention, so it's 5.5. Five, so it's the same thing that you're getting, uh, giving Eberle, who, you know, Tarasenko, who knows the shoulder. But, like, I I think him with a, you know, so-so shoulder still going to get 25.30, which Eberle hasn't hit. I think yeah. he maybe get twenty six once, but since then he's he's been like a pretty much like dead on like twenty twenty one yeah. goal. Yep. yep. Guy. And 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 I think stylistically, Tarasenko, because if not Tarasenko, this feels underwhelming, but like Hoffman, I'm looking for a very like Hoffman feels less island like Islander like than Tarasenko. I think I could see like Lou and and Trotz loving that like Tarasenko just seems like fucking mad as hell. And yeah. wants to play so hard because I just keep thinking about an Islander power play like formation setup with like Barzell on the left wing wall. You have Lee in front of the net. Mm-hmm. You have uh, across the dots. Uh, you know on the on the right wing wall is Tarasenko. You mm-hmm. have Dobson at the point, and in that bumper you have either Pajot or if you, if if somehow in the scenario you've kept Palmieri, Palmieri, you know. Um, but Pajot yeah. would be there for the faceoffs, you know, and 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 he he'd be there to do the the one timer. Um, yeah. To me, like I just think like that could be one of the best power play units um, in yeah. the East, and 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 you know that um, that's a huge need. So so I know that's all to say that I'm super excited to see where this goes. I you know I think we will we'll probably do an episode after the free agency begins, which is. Wednesday, interesting. I, I think I wouldn't be surprised with the flat cap. It might take a little while. It might take a little while. So we, it might take us a little while for that next episode. But when, once we get some if Islander, this, drops, this is going to drop Monday. Yeah, maybe we try to aim to get one out. You know, the Monday after, next Monday, something like that. Give it a few more days. If if there's like no fucking progress with where the Islanders are at, we'll mm-hmm. hold off. But if there, if it looks like it's taking shape. We'll hop on, and or we'll... if something crazy happens, we could we could go before. Yeah. Like if something happens on Wednesday or Thursday, but sure, because sure. we did not, you know, we have to wrap. So you 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 have your your lessons. Yeah, I have a Philippines lessons. rally. Uh, sh- uh, check out the Philippine Human Rights Act while I'm while I'm here talking, because um, we we did not get into. Oh, you want to plug anything? No, I want to. Uh, I I want to. Uh, uh, just throw in one alternative lineup that I was thinking about really quick. Go for it. My 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 lineup is the one that I want, but this is another one that I could see working, and it is first line of Lee Barzell, uh, Palmieri. Second line of Landeskog, uh, uh, Nelson and Bailey. Third line of um, Parise. Pajot, Wallstrom, and then fourth line. So in that in that situation, you uh, you have to trade Bouvillier, but you get Landeskog, and you re-sign Palmieri, 
and he's your first liner. Landeskog slots down to the second line. Um, I think my original lineup is better, but this is another one that is like... These are two very, very, very good forward groups. And I'm, it's, it's super exciting. Um, same D, same goalies for both for me. And it's, it's super exciting just because as uh, <laughs> some of the deals that have been made, um, the Seth Jones nine and a half mil. Uh, nine and a half. Kale McCarr's got nine. Kale McCarr got nine. And, 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 yeah. to, I yeah, think and that, you know what? Seth Jones could return back to a, t- a like a, a really good, he had a bad year. He did. He had he's one got, bad he, year. He, but he, he's trended downward for a couple of years now, which is one of the things. And and it yeah. feel and it feels like the the Seth Jones thing, um, it, it it truly feels like um, it's another you know different. This is a, this is a hockey related, hockey GM, hockey executive brain where because the it almost feels like because the analytics community has 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 been been harsh on Seth Jones. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna trade for yeah. him, and I'm gonna give him this contract. Rasmus Ristolainen for a first rounder was that was, was that right, or was, was it a second rounder and like a prospect? Look, yes. No, no, no. no. Uh, Ristolainen. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, you, you first round. Yes, uh, I believe first rounder. Uh, okay, I I got one more minute, and uh, I just want to uh, say two more quick things. One is an Islander thing. One isn't. I want Martinez. I think they're gonna. I think they'll go the Riley route. Uh, instead of Martinez, because I think Martinez will sign back with Las Vegas, but I want Martinez. And the last thing that I want to end on is I am so sad to see Pierre Maguire go from national broadcasts, and I wish him the best of luck with the Ottawa Senators. You suck, man. Damn, that was a... Yeah, you know what? We're not... And we're ending on shout-out to the New York Rangers for really just... Oh. Shout-out to, Do- uh, to, to Ted Dolan. Um, or Jack- James, James, James Dolan. I, 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 Ted James, Dolan. James, James Dolan. Uh, you gotta love. I, I don't want to say you gotta love Tom Wilson, but Tom, Tom Wilson and the Islanders kind of broke this franchise, as it looks like right now. Let's see what they do. But right now, the moves they made in a vacuum are a little bit weird. But you know what? Who knows? Uh, it, it's fun right now because at least uh, we get to see a lot of people dunking on them. Shout out to everybody in the division getting worse uh, as the Islanders will be better. I'm going to stake it. Islanders will be better. They will. They will. They will. Cup this year. Cup first next place, year. Cup first next place year. in the division this year. We're doing five in a row this time. That's, let's, let's go. All right. Um, all right. I got to head off. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's talk to everyone. Later.